this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, July 27th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for whoever came up with, um, I guess, rainbow ice cream. Mm-hmm. Two nights ago, we went and got ice cream. It was a spontaneous I think it's called called like rainbow sherbet. Was that what it was? I think so. But I don't think it was sherbet. You kept insisting that it was sherbet and it wasn't sherbet. Oh, I don't know the difference between sherbet and... Sherbet, sherbet. Ice cream's ice cream. Uh Oh. Custard's custard. Yogurt's Uh yogurt. Oh, I didn't realize sherbet was like a custard. I thought it was just like... It's not a custard. It's sherbet. Right. I didn't realize it was in a category of its own. I thought it was like a flavor. It's like referring to every breakfast meat as bacon. Oh. Ham, bacon, no. Ham is ham. Sausage oh. is sausage. Bacon is bacon. Know. Canadian bacon is dumb. <laughs> Canadian bacon is dumb. Canadian bacon is ham. But it, it, it was at a yogurt shop, and it was, it was scoopable frozen yogurt. Um, and I tasted it, and it, it kind of tasted, I don't know, a little cotton candy-ish maybe. Mm-hmm. But... You know that they put that there because the kids are going to love it. Like the yeah. blue ice cream. Nobody, it doesn't even need to taste like anything. Nobody is going in there saying, you know what I really want is all of the, this flavor. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's one flavor. It's just got a bunch of things. And whoever invented it, brilliant, genius. It brought so much joy to Ellie's face. It did. She Seeing had like- it, eating it, everything was- It was like blue, yellow, and pink. And then she had- uh, Rainbow sprinkles. Yeah. It was an explosion of color. She loved every second of it. But sprinkles aren't chocolate chips. They're sprinkles. Yeah. You know what's weird? I don't like sprinkles. Do you know what sprinkles are? Sugar. Coconut. Really? Uh Uh-huh. In that case, I'm surprised that you like sprinkles. They don't taste. coconut. Yeah. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that we have reliable child care. It is a big... I feel like if you don't have reliable childcare, it can always be, you know, just like a constant source of stress. And we are lucky enough to not have that particular issue. And I'm just, I feel really grateful for that. We have childcare that does a better job caring for our child than we do. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) She sent us a picture right before we hit record. We're recording at the um, office right now. And she's home with with Ellie. uh, And she made Ellie a potty chart which I've heard of people doing, but we never thought of doing it. That is not true. I did think about it. I just didn't think that Ellie would care or respond to it because she's like not easily influenced by bribes. You know, like we, you know, in this whole potty training thing, we're like, we'll take you to Target and you can get a toy or whatever. She's like, meh. Like she doesn't care. So I I didn't think this, I didn't think the sticker thing, I thought she would be like, okay, so what? I, what else you got? I I talked her into going to the grocery store with me the other day and said, hey, and we ended up in the aisle with all the back to school stuff mm-hmm. and where the, like where the little kid stuff was. So there were, you know, the big markers and yes. stuff. And I said, uh, Ellie, would you like to pick something out to have for um, when school starts in a few weeks? And she said, no, thank you. I'm like, what? <laughs> when I was a kid, back to school stuff was, yes. And then I re- almost regretted it as I was saying it because it could have been a 45-minute decision, you right. know? Uh, but she's just, no. She's, no. Just not, she's just not thing. She's not stuff motivated. She's not food motivated. She's not sticker motivated. She just 
does her own thing. Yeah. She likes to do her own thing, which I think is really cool. Jeff sent me this thing on Instagram because sometimes I worry is the wrong word, but I am like, should we be forcing Ellie a little, she, okay, let me start over. Perfect example. Don't say forcing because we're already getting so many ways. People people hate us right now. Why are you forcing your kid to learn to go potty? Well, I don't know. Cause crapping your pants in Publix isn't cool. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. It's just that people have a lot of opinions on us. I also got training. messages like on the other side of it though, where people are like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that people are so mad at you guys and think that you're so overbearing. Like who, you know, it's the, just funny. The thing that's got people fired up is, is that at one point you said, or I said, one of us said that Ellie needs to be potty trained in order to go, go to the next class in her school yes, because she's still in preschool primary. Is yeah. that what it's called? Mm-hmm. So it's not even really preschool yet. It's primary. It's not even pre-K or anything. It's just. It is preschool. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's called primary and there's a primary for non-potty trained kids and there's a primary for potty trained kids. Mm-hmm. And she is one of the last two or three maybe holdouts of her group that she started school with. That's going on to the next. So we decided to potty train her so she could go with her friends. With her friends. And it's not, we're not rushing her. We're not forcing anything. It so I just don't understand what the, what these people did who are, are so mad about it. I think they, they would just, prefer that we just wait until our kid tells us that they're ready. But she she does it. Like she's Yeah, she's doing it. So she's doing it. And I think when we talk at this, the first few days was 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 the first three or four days was, you know, cabin fever, whatever. It was intense. Now she goes on, you know, by herself and all this. I just don't know when we make the call to go, you know, walk around Old Navy for an hour, right? When mm-hmm. do we make that decision? Yeah. Or how do we introduce her to a big, scary public bathroom with mm-hmm. other people coming in and automatic flushers and stuff. Yeah. Like that to, but yeah. Um, the book that I was reading and the book we've been reading is called Oh Crap. And it says to bring post-its to cover the automatic sensors at bathrooms so it doesn't oh like gosh, go it's off. great. Yeah. So just like throw post-its like in your pocket or, you know, for me, like my purse. Yeah. And then that stops the automatic flusher from doing its thing, which Brilliant. would be nice. Yeah. So that's super smart. Um, and, you know, there's going to be times where we force our kids, uh, not force, but kind of force. Don't I mean, say force. That's what fires everybody I up. know. But like if she's being rude or her behavior, you know what I mean? There's certain times I feel like as a parent that you got to give your kid a shove in the right direction. And we shoved her in, in a direction and she took it and ran with it. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's not as militant as it sounds over at the dollar house. Um, but what I was... It's just... Sorry, can I say one more thing yeah, about it? Yeah, of course. It's, I feel it, like you're really fired up about this. Well, I'm fired up because I, I, I feel like we're just talking... I, like, at no point have we ever said, uh, well, we've stopped giving Ellie food until she learns... She, if she can't... She got to learn. She can't crap <laughs> in the toilet, then she ain't going to get any... She can't get stuff out of the back end right. She can't get anything in the front end either. Like, no. Nothing of that is happening. Right. Um, And it's just... 
I don't know. And I just, you and I are on the same page, which I think and, is the most important thing. And I think the reason that we have been talking about it and and the reason it keeps coming up is because Ellie is an unbelievably easy kid. Mm-hmm. We are so blessed in that regard. We are. Because she slept through the night like a champ. I mean, I could probably count on one hand the number of times that we've had to get up with her yeah. after putting her down. And usually it involves an upset tummy. Yeah. Right? Um, she is a tough kid. When she gets hurt, she cries it out. Then it's over. Um, she is a smart kid. She asks for help when she needs it. She listens to us. She understands when we tell her not to do something. And then, like, she understands a punishment. Like, if she, if we say, yeah. don't touch that. And then she touches it again and and we relocate her and whatever. She cries it out, is mad, but then understand, then doesn't touch it again. You know, mm-hmm. she, she's great. And, the, but the potty training thing, nobody, I just don't think anybody talked about it. And it's the first time w- w- I have felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, 5,000%. Yeah. In, in I like completely clueless, which is why we're talking about it, but. Yeah. yeah, and I have gotten a lot of messages too of like, hey, this is the hardest thing. Yeah. And I, um, you know, this and like the first time your school has like a lice outbreak is like, lice, that's yeah. really hard to deal, <laughs> to deal with too. Those are like the two parenting things that are really hard that like no one talks about or no one adequ- adequately warns you about. But anyways, yeah, people are are really worked up about that, but she's fine. And, you know, we're doing what we think is right for her. And, um, but, but, but if she can't figure it out by this time next week, we have, um, picked out a military school and that's where <laughs> she'll be going. It's in North Dakota. Um, they come get her in the middle of the night and just take her there. Uh-huh. And then it's kind of a punishment thing, you know, where, mm-hmm. where she's, yeah. she wakes up and she, and there's a bag over her head and they take her. And Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's the <laughs> anyway, we didn't even have that on anyways. the schedule. Here's what I wanted to talk about, which is totally different. But one of my girlfriends texted me and there's a mall right near our house and they are introducing wine at the mall, like frozen wine drinks. Like there's a kiosk at the mall where you can get alcohol at the mall. How do you feel about that? Uh, how, wh- why, how should I feel? I don't know. I just want to know what your gut instinct was because she and I both had the exact same opinion on it. Well, one, I, I don't think, is that something that hasn't been done before? I mean- It the, hasn't been done in our mall. Well, any mall that had a TGI Fridays in it, couldn't you get a drink and walk around with it or no? I don't think so. Oh, uh, it's, I think it's just a, a desperate attempt. Not, I mean, desperate makes it sound bad. I think it's just a marketing gimmick to get people to come to the mall. Because now you can go um, in Sandy Springs where we live. There's, it's mainly restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um but you can walk around and and boot, you know, walk from restaurant to restaurant. Right, a park with like and a, a fountain and all that. And then the town next to us, which is called Dunwoody, I know they have a couple of areas, and some of them include shopping districts too, mm-hmm. where you can get drinks and walk around and stuff. And I think that's so. I think my, the mall's just trying to compete with that. My first thought was that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Here's why: because we had like there was a shooting there in the middle of the day with sober people like a month ago. 
why are we introducing alcohol to this? I feel like malls for whatever well, reason are not like if you it's I've been to like a shopping party at one store, but not an active like I'm dr- taking my daiquiri around to the mall and getting like hammered while I'm there. You don't uh, think it's a little dangerous? No. Hmm. It's to See? me, it's, it's, I mean, a shoot that like, I think that's a little, I think that line, I think that's a little, I think maybe it's time to stop watching Dateline. It's not Dateline. One of my girlfriends was there. Remember got trampled right, on but, when people were running out of the thing. And I feel but how like. How many nightclubs have there been shootings at? How many okay, bars are okay. there? How many sports bars do two groups of dudes fighting over teams that's true. or whatever? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they get in a, you know. That's true. I, I, I would assume a, a chain of sports bars gets on any given weekend has 10, you know, nationally has a dozen police reports, right? About people getting in fights at sports bars. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean. That's true. And you know what? They have that at Avalon, which is another like really big shopping place. That's um, outdoor. That's the only difference. Yeah. I don't know why it built up. Maybe because it's like frozen daiquiris. And that to me is very like you know, like violent. There's no more peaceful drink than a daiquiri. What is violent? about It comes with an umbrella. You eat it, you drink it on the beach. I don't know. It just really, I don't know what it is about like a closed mall. It just makes me really nervous. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm weird. She and I were both like, Ooh, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah. I think you're, I think it's your way overreacting. Well, Yesterday, Ellie and I took uh, Sadie to to the park and the park that's walking distance from, from our house. And I did something that, one, I felt bad about. Then Ellie called me on it and I felt worse. But then the way I responded has me feeling terrible. And okay. I think I have to fix it today. We should just name the show Parent Like We Do. I, <laughs> so we went over with with Sadie to the park and Ellie was playing in one little area and and Sadie pooped. So I picked it up in a bag, you know, and tied the bag and then sat down on a bench and set the bag next to the bench while Ellie kept playing because we were going to pass a garbage, you know, what's it called? Trash can. Yeah. But for poop, you know, those poop canisters Mm -hmm. on the way out. Well, I, I was a, Cross the street and almost home before I realized that I forgot to do that. It was, I mean, it was probably a good 20 minutes between yeah. the poop and Ellie deciding she was done playing. So in my head, I said, oh man, I'm that person. I just left my poop on the ground. Yeah. At least it was bagged, but still, it's almost more gross, you know? Yeah. Uh, so in my head, I'm like, oh man. But across the street with a two year old dog, I, I just, I had to, I had to just be a jerk in that moment. Then Ellie said, Dada, where's the poop? We It's almost as though we had the thought at the same time, or where's the bag? Yeah. And I said, oh, I, I left it. And she said, well, we have to go get it. So now here she is, two and a half, a better human than I am. Right. But at this point where you can see the house, I'm because I have the dog and her not in a stroller, I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. You know, it's being, a lot being near the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just said, Oh, I'll go get it tomorrow. Just lied about it. She says, Okay. I said, we, we can go get it tomorrow. I felt so because not because I, I feel bad for leaving it, 
But I, that's such a poor example. It's such, uh, yeah, I agree. I'm, that is a really bad example. I almost think that I am going to go to the park while Ellie is napping today mm-hmm. and, and see if the bag is still there. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she, if it is, as soon as she gets up, I'm going to say, hey, we have to go get that bag and I'm going to take her with me. You should. You should do that regardless. But if it's not there, I might bring an empty bag and just fill it with little rocks or something and put it there. To show Ellie that we go back and clean up. Yes. Yeah. I think a- that's a good idea though for you to do because I think, you know, those yeah. little things kind of stick around. I I just felt, oh, I felt, I felt one inch tall. Um, in better news, in more upsiding news, I feel like I'm back. Do you feel like I'm back? I feel like you're getting there. Yeah. I Two mornings ago, I woke up and I felt really good and I got a ton of stuff done. And then yesterday I had a really productive morning too. Like I was doing this, I was doing that. I was, and I have been feeling like crap the past couple of weeks. Um, well, it's the first, I think, I don't like it when you say that because you haven't been feeling like crap. It's, the, you've, you've had the first trimesters. I've had the first trimesters for the past trimester. And it's just kind of knocked me on my butt and Jeff has had to handle all of our work stuff. Like Today is the first day of the last week of the first trimester. Yes. Um, I'm 12 weeks pregnant as of today. Yay. Um, but I feel like I'm back. I feel like I'm starting to feel more like myself. I had a to-do list. I blazed through it yesterday. I went my check air, check the air in your tires light came on. Um, and I went to Costco, put air in my tire, took care of it, didn't let it become a micro-anxiety, which I was really proud of myself for. Filled up my gas tank, even though it wasn't completely empty yet. I have just been Productive, productive, productive. And I hope you feel like I'm back a little bit too. Um, I, I mean, yeah, you've, uh, you are. I've, I guess you are. I never felt like you were gone though. Yeah. I mean, I did, but I never, I think you felt worse because you were feeling crappy than right. I felt about you being crappy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But then I came in yesterday and I had color-coded post-its for things that there were a couple things on Jeff's to-do list that were stressing him out. Like he felt like we weren't organized. So I got everything organized. It looks really pretty. I got five things on my to-do list done, just like long things that uh-huh. have been on my to-do list for a while. Took care of some micro-anxieties. And I got to tell you, I feel like a million bucks. Do you remember with Ellie, with the transition between trimester one and trimester two? I do. Was it like a switch? It was like a switch. Because I I was having lunch with T-Bird last week or the week before, and she was asking how you were doing. I said, she just wiped out. She just fried all the time. Mm-hmm. I said, even she's, she'll sometimes take a two-hour nap and then still go to bed and fall asleep in 15 minutes yeah. or less. Yeah. And then sleep through the night. And T-Bird said, yeah, that's how it was for me too. And with both of her girls. And she said, it's almost like... It was almost like a switch that I woke up the week of my second trimester and felt completely different. It's like that. so weird. It's it's very odd, especially when you've been feeling, I say it, you feel like you're chronically hungover because you're hazy. You're kind of tired. You kind of feel like you want to puke. You're not really hungry, but you are kind of hungry. It's like this weird, it truly feels like you're just chronically hungover. And I think- I'm no doctor and I'm no biologist, but I'm pretty sure that when it kicks on like that, the baby, like that means the placenta has formed. And uh, then- Is that what's sucking up all the energy? Yeah. Um, so now there's like a placenta that can take some of the 
You're like a baby bird building a nest. Oh so you're just gosh. flying all over the place constantly. Yeah. Now the nest is built. All you got to do is sit on your eggs. I have been so excited for Liquid IV to come back as an advertiser because I have something fantastic to tell you about. Now, we got this product about a month and a half ago, so we've been drinking it for a month and a half, and it is so good. They now have Liquid IV available in sugar-free. This has been years in the making, and it uses a proprietary zero-sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Um, We got some peach. It was delicious. They also have um, my OG flavor, lemon-lime, in sugar-free. And it's great if you really don't like the sugar, but you want to stay hydrated, especially in this crazy heat, right? It is so important to stay hydrated. Now, liquid IV comes in a powder form. You use one ounce, uh, one stick in 16 ounces of water and it hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Now, sugar-free, Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. We are trying to save money in the dollar house. And one way we do that is by eating in a lot more. And that means the caraway pans are out. Now, I have been a caraway customer before they were an advertiser on our show. I was looking to find an alternative to nonstick um, because I used to be a huge nonstick fan, but I hate all the chemicals that go in them. So I spent some time doing research and stumbled upon caraway. Caraway makes cookware with the convenience of nonstick without the concerns of toxic forever chemicals. So you get the best of both worlds. I love cooking with my caraway pans. The food glides right off the plate. They are so easy to clean and they have absolutely beautiful colors to choose from. So beautiful that we frequently leave our caraway pans on the stove because they match so well with our kitchen. And I have this light beige color. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Non-toxic kitchenware means food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce chemicals will leach into your healthy ingredients. All sets come equipped with a complimentary easy-access storage solutions to keep the kitchen tidy. Visit carawayhome.com upside10 to get 10% off. Certain exclusions apply. That's carawayhome.com upside10 or use code upside10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Our next door neighbor at the office um, has outside of the door of her office a little black box. Have I talked about this on the show before? No. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. I want to ask her what it is. Is it like a square box? Is it like it's five square, inches tall? Like how? No, it's a square box. Probably it it, it looks like a large uh, jewel, like a ring box. With a a cord coming out of it. And where is it? It's sitting right outside the door of her office to the right. Hmm. And I think it's only out when she's there. Okay. But is it rude to ask what it is? I don't think so. Only because my guess, my guess is it might be something to improve the internet. Oh, yeah. 
the internet is out in the hall, the routers or whatever, because mm-hmm. it's all Wi-Fi. So I don't know. Wh- I don't even know what they look like. That's I think that's one right there. So we have one right outside our office. Maybe hers is not as close or something, and she's trying know. to speed it up. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think you go ask, and you could make a friend, and maybe she wants to have a podcast. Well, and she, but she always has her door closed. Oh yeah, and she's also the one who has curtains on the interior windows. You know what you should do? You should take a picture of it and post it on your Instagram. Well, that's see if worse. other people. That's not worse. What if it's some secret? No, it's what not if she's a secret. In, it's on the hall. She, what if she's in the CIA? Well. I don't know. Do you remember? <laughs> we, I don't think I've ever said this on the show before. Maybe I have, but uh, one of our neighbors is a special agent for like the government. I and, don't think you can say that. Well, I asked her like what she did. She's like, I can't talk about it. I'm like, oh, like, are you in? She's like, I really can't talk about it. Like, so it's like really secret. Like people know she works for the government, but you're not allowed to know what she does. I'm like, crazy times. Wouldn't it be cool to move to a new neighborhood and just tell people that? What do you do? Can't talk about it. I work for the government. Because now, all of a sudden, <laughs> maybe that's just a, 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 a trick to get all of your neighbors to keep their lawn in good order and pay their taxes. Right? Because we have a special agent that lives on our street. And I don't even know what division. I don't know what. I I don't know. I don't know. She might work for the DMV, but just got sick of DMV jokes. So she goes, you know what? I'm just going to say I work for the government. Here are your three random things. Your first random thing for today is that new research from the University of Sydney and Qantas Airways has led to the discovery that chocolate could help beat jet lag after long haul flights. In simulations of long plane rides, volunteered... Uh, volunteers followed a specifically designed menu, lighting, sleep, and movement sequences, and wore devices to monitor the effects. And the research concluded that those who ate the chocolate had better quality sleep during the flight, less severe jet lag, and better cognitive performance in the days following. It is really funny that you would, it would be really funny to sign up for a flight that doesn't go anywhere. A flight simulation? Yeah. Like an 18-hour flight? The, and you just, you don't even get, you don't, but even, you don't get to go anywhere. You don't even get to go on like an African safari or see the Great Wall or anything. No. Uh, your second random thing is six out of 10 married couples who were surveyed um, said that the heat has been having a negative impact on their relationship. Uh, actually, it's seven out of 10. 68% of people in a long-term relationship have noticed an obvious increase in how much they've been arguing since the heat wave has happened. I Bob Van Dillen from HLN used to, he's a meteorologist. He used to say it's don't touch me weather. Yeah. Well, it's don't touch me weather. It's also stay inside weather. Yeah. It's also when, when it's extremely hot or extremely cold, it, for me, there's an instant anger factor where you go, you go outside at seven 30 in the morning you expect it to be a little bit cooler, but it's not. It's it's 90% humidity and yeah. already 86 degrees. That, for one brief moment in time, makes me mad. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Just like when I grew up in Syracuse and you would you walk outside, outside and it's freezing. And you know it's only 28 degrees out, but the wind, it, sometimes 28 degrees feels like four degrees. And you're like, oof, and it just like, kind of hits you. And I'm mad at it. Yeah. 
And your third random thing for today is that kids who regularly pick up a book just for fun tend to become happier, smarter teenagers. That's according to another study. Researchers from the University of Cambridge found out that reading for 12 hours a week is ideal for kids to develop bigger and better brains. The study also suggests that young readers have better mental health with less stress and less depression. So grab kids books. And those are your three random things for today. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you. I am listening to Tuesday's episode and you're talking about the dog food. Um, and yes, so my boyfriend, he is a veterinarian and so many times I've overheard them all having conversations about these people that are buying into the grain-free dog food, the raw diet dog food. It's so bad for your dog. Um, and it's just these companies, these big companies that are, you know, pushing their products and trying to cover up research. But yeah, dogs need grains in their diet. And, you know, um, the other argument people try and make is that, you know, they're dogs, so they are in the wild and they should have a raw diet. When in fact, dogs have now been bred, um, obviously, over millions of years and our dogs are not outdoor dogs they're not their bodies physiologically have changed over time so like unless you have like a wolf dog like in the alaskan whatever um you know our dogs are not physically built to just be eating raw meat so anyways thought that was interesting bye hey guys i wanted to pause today's episode first love the little story about Ellie and him going into her bathroom and pouring it in the potty and all that. The other thing I wanted to say is, Callie, just a reminder, you do not have to justify your behavior as a parent to anyone else. That was one of the comments you made, just to justify what we're doing. You don't owe anybody an explanation on how you want to raise your kids. So remember that we're never going to make everybody happy. We just have to make sure that we're comfortable with how we're doing things for our own children and have to know that that's enough. And when we screw up, be humble enough to apologize because I, I know I've been there before. So love the show. And just remember, it's what you and Jeff decide, not what everybody else tells you all y'all need to do for your, your kids. Bye. So Callie and Jeff, I know there's been a lot of, conversation around the whole potty training it was awful it was horrible my experience was just like yours however someone told me to get a cowbell one of the big cowbells put it on the toilet and it worked like a charm when they ring that bell after ppn it was like a gift from heaven and then we sang the song pp in the body pp in the body Baby in the body. I'm telling you, it worked like a charm. I am getting caught up on Friday's episode and the potty training. What I did with my son, my son, um, I needed him to be potty trained because that was the little preschool's requirement. And he really wanted to go there. Friends were there and stuff like that. I knew he would love it. I just leveled with him. And I told him that because he could understand. He knew he knew what to do. He just didn't want to do it. I just told him that he had to go in the potty if he wanted to stay in school with his friends. 
because everybody that goes potty is able to go into the class. And if you don't go potty, then you can't go into the class. Anyway, there was something about that that made him feel like he was in charge or something. I don't know. Maybe if you just tell her that it's something she has to do um, in order to stay with her friends. Maybe that'll work. Good luck.